You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Here on a Monday, one of the Mondays in July. There's probably four Mondays in July, I'd say, give or take one. This is one of them. Welcome back. Edward, how are you? I'm okay, mate. A little bit tired. A mm. little bit tired. That's mm. what happens when you go to the big lift for the nation. Yeah, well, this, it's what happens when, you know, you feel obliged, obligated. Is obliged and obligated the same word? I don't feel like they are obligated to stay up late for the nation. Sometimes in life, punters and dribblers, the nation will call upon you to stay up late. Yep. It doesn't happen that often. Know that. It's not, the nation's not asking you to stay up late regularly. It'd be unreasonable if the nation was asking you to stay up late every night. The nation is aware of the nation's bedtime. And also the nation's work hours. Yes. And the nation's need for hopefully eight good, honest hours. Uh, Listen, on a good night, an honest day. The nation also aware that by the letter of the law, human beings, homo sapiens, ideally, supposedly looking for nine hours, 25 minutes. So it knows all these things. So I didn't, I should tell you what, I'm glad the nation knew nine hours, 25 minutes is optimum because I didn't. <laughs> but the nation also knows that one, one of its favourite sons is doing the damn thing in the oldest, most prestigious tennis tournament on the planet. Mm-hmm. That bedtimes are thrown out the window and you lift, you you lift big and honest and true. Bedtimes don't matter when the nation calls. And the nation knows, as we've just said, that it needs to be sparing when it calls for late nights. Because if it was calling for them all the time, then we'd be telling the nation to get fucked. Well, I think you'd see anarch- anarchy in the streets. Yep. Or you'd just see, like, a lot of people snoozing at the fucking traffic lights. Well, people just asleep in the street, like yep. in Japan, who are just... Supposedly made to work. Not well, made to, but like when there's I was an expectation. Japan, the amount of people asleep on trains, like businessmen just like Yeah. There's some oh, sort Jesus of Christ. I some apparently there's some sort of like honor in being honor, so fucked that you fall asleep on But in that you can't leave before your senior the senior person's left and they can't it's just like a trickle down effect. So everyone's there to like fucking yeah. one in the morning every Ridiculous. night. Anyway, what we're saying is we're up real late to watch the king lose. <laughs> Not lose, that's bad. I think that's negative language. To watch the king... Fall short. Fall short. Of, of triumph, of yeah. glory. Yeah. I... Kid can play. Kid can play tennis. Let's start there. Kid yeah. can play. King can play. King can play. I think that there was a collective... Are we on here? Are we on? After first the first set. set, when he fucking served his dick off dude mate at one point Djokovic had won two points on Kyrgios's serve he'd also never broken him which I thought I know was I, but I like that they trumpeted that Dave can you get up where they'd played previously I'm pretty sure off the top of the dome they'd played in like you know they've definitely played in a Wimbledon I thought and I say definitely no but no, they, no, both no, their no, games were only two sets I remember no the they, they, they played, played in a lead, played a five set nah, they played in a nah. lead-up tournament in Perth from if my memory serves me Here before the Australian Open. I said definitely played at a Wimbledon before. No, I knew you so said So just that. know that whenever I say anything, punters and dribblers, <laughs> so they let play, the fucking air You're clear. thinking Nadal. Sure. Who the fuck knows what I'm thinking? They played at Indian Wells at an ATP Masters event there. Um, 
Kyrgios won 6-4-7-6, and they played in Acapulco, Mexico, uh, and Kyrgios won 7-6-7-5. King got, Interesting. King got all the talent in the world. Tell you what he doesn't have, and this is no knock on King, who I know is an avid listener. Was he different? He, he certainly doesn't. He's not the most composed athlete I've ever seen. Yeah, I'll say this. Someone needs to get in the ear of his box and say, if you pieces of shit don't start cheering for King, we're going to have you escorted out of the building. Look. Because I was I was stood with King as he's going, yeah, what the fuck are you losers doing? Cheer for me. Yeah. Look. The reason I got broken then was because you weren't cheering. <laughs> Completely agree. Completely agree. They should have been up and about. They should have been up and about, shirts off, fucking whatever. I would have liked to have seen some more shirt off action, you know? Yeah. Fuck convention. Fuck convention. Get the lid off, baby. Tits out, dicks out. Let it ride. Let it sing in the sun. It was a gorgeous day. A gorgeous day at Wimbledon. Yep. It was, if that, if that wasn't the time to get your fucking kid off, particularly after the first set humping, then on the If ear. the king's calling at you to get up and about, then you need to go over and above. You need to over-deliver, not under-deliver, not deliver just on the amount. You need to over-deliver in Yip and Yahoo for the king because he thrives on that. What what fuels the king's engine? Yip. And Yahoo. I think that there may well have been an opportunity missed by king, and this is okay, but an opportunity missed to have more Yippers and Yahooers in the box. Where the fuck was Chris? Tom and Eddie come to mind. Well, you and I, obviously. But I mean... Who, but if who, not but, us, if not us... But where was Christos? I don't know. I mean, is Christos a good luck charm? Well, well they had... That, I didn't realise that had a falling out. Oh, no! That had a falling out. They'd been estranged for some years. Really? Yeah. Where now, did we hear they that? They were talking about it last night in the telecast. And then it was like he'd penned a letter in the Sydney Morning Herald or some shit over the weekend, which I didn't read shockingly, about the fact that he feels like he's got his brother back. Like, they're back in the groove, but I didn't realise they were out of groove. I wish I'd known. I wish I'd known. But, I mean, I am happy that they are back in the New York groove, as it were, as siblings. You don't Mm. want to see a family torn apart. No, you don't. Not over tennis. Not over tennis, not over money, not over anything, Tom. You want to see family stay together. You want to to say either. We're pro-family here. We are. Not nuclear family. You can be a modern family. We don't give a fuck. Who you fuck, who you love. Eddie, I know you, you you back me up on that. I do. But we do believe in family. We're, we're pro-family. We're family first. Family first. Tom and Eddie. That was what. <laughs> um, but. Yes. Lacked yip, yacked, lacked yip and Yahoo in the box. Yeah. And I think that had there been more yip and significantly more Yahoo. Mm. We, might we, have, we might have been, you know, the back pages would be telling a different story. I think we'll get it. I think we get five sets at a minimum. Yeah. I think we get to five sets at a minimum. Because you could, you could, you could understand there's probably a bit more Yip and Yahoo reserves first set, right? Everyone's fucking packed to the rafters. Shout out to that show with Yip and Yahoo in the first set. Shout out to packed in the rafters. And, the, and those who acted in it. But after one set, your Yip and Yahoo stocks diminish. You need some real motherfuckers who are, you know, reared on Yip and Yahoo, who bring the Yip and the Yahoo. And that... Again, not to make this about us, but we probably could have brought it. Probably could have, but well, not probably. Probably is not the right word. Definitely would have brought mm. it. You need someone who's tapped into the energies of the crowd, but also tapped into the energy of the king. And you need to understand what he needed in that moment, in mm. those moments, in the key moments, yeah. in the breakpoint moments. Yeah. That's what we needed. Essentially, what King needed was 
people like you and I, and when I see it in my mind's eye, Eddie, and it's a very interesting place, my mind's eye, but I see it as almost like Avatar when your tail connects to that fucking... Yes. Where the thing that connects to his racket, which connects to him, and, you know, like our energy flows through him, the energy of Yip and Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I think that it was just... It was glaringly obvious that he was lacking. Well, it was lacking. It was lacking. He... <clears throat> He went out there in the first set and, as we said earlier, humped Djokovic into the earth. We always knew that Djokovic was going to come back. He's not that sort of operator. He doesn't lie down and just cop it. Rarely have you seen the Joker get bitched. He's been de- he's had championship points against Federer and overcome them and come back to win the fucking goddamn tournament. Like, this kid... Kid can play. Kid can play. Not a kid anymore. Still a kid. Still a kid. Not sort a kid. of. He's 35, so he's sort of a kid. In relation to someone who's 80? Is he only two years older than me? Yeah. He could be my dad. He could be your dad. (laughs) But when we knew that he was going to come back, you know, moments in the second set, moments in the third, where King's mental fortitude was brought into question. Yeah. That's where, that's where you needed someone to take the fucking, take the the heat off him and go... Oi, King, look up. Look up. I'm lit off up here, baby, and I've got the fucking... I tell you what he could have done with. in the hand, and I'm whipping you this You with cunt. that cravat at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I would have gone, gone wedding cravat on him, You would have gone wedding cravat just up in the 100%. fucking thing, just whipping it, you know what I mean? That's what we needed. If he looks up and sees me going all wedding cravat up in that fucking yeah. players' box, baby, he doesn't get broken. Sweaty bro- as fuck, He doesn't dude. get Buttons broken. Undone. He doesn't get broken that third no. set. No, and he also, he also breaks when he was up 40. He had three break points on he the did. motherfucker. He did. He did. So That third set should have been written differently. Yeah, it should have been. And then... Now you're talking about, okay, baby, we're up two sets to one. We go into that four set. Maybe that tiebreaker looks different. Because he looks up again, and now Tom's up there I'm cravatting cravatin now as well. We're all fucking cravatting, dude. Imagine then, and then, because the cravat dance is infectious. Now you got half the crowd doing it. Yeah. Well, more than that, he was, it, was a pro, it was a pro king crowd. 80%, 90% of cunts, all cravat dancing. Looking yeah. up, seeing that, that's powerful. Dude, future king, two future kings up in the stands in William and George. Yep. Current princess in whatever her name is. And fucking you and me leading the cravat dance. <laughs> fucking bang in the box. His box then obviously join in. Well, the royal box is in on it. Tom yeah. Cruise was there. He'd have been. Tom was there. He's got a cravat dance. Well, in him. Tom fucking, you know, he would have probably tried to steal the attention a little bit. He wouldn't have loved it, but he would have got involved. Because you could tell he's pro-king. I mean, we're in a country with a monarchy. You know what I mean? Like, who are they going to go for? The joker? The jester? Yeah. To let me juggle for you, sir? Yeah. Or the king? Yeah, the guy that comes in, if he doesn't make you laugh, he gets fucking he gets shot. shot. Yeah. Or hung. I don't know. Maybe they, I don't know what, what era we're talking, but still. Or thrown into one of those, you know, pits. Like a trapdoor and he just falls through. King yeah. yeah, like the, the French button. ones. Yeah. There's like fucking pit tunnels and shit. They just throw you in there and just... Later. Later. Like a garbage chute. Yes. Except at the bottom it spikes and there's nowhere else. But you just don't need to worry with the garbage chute, right? You're gone. So yeah. So that's what happens to Joker who's not funny. He's not funny. So like you've got a fucking jester who can't make anyone laugh. He's out. Obviously they're pro king in that situation. You're getting the monarchy references, surely. <laughs> I hope so. I'd be I'd shocked so. if you were different. I mean, I know they're a little subtle, but you'd hope that you're picking up on them. Um, I will say this, and obviously I couldn't be more disappointed in King's box. Um, I might be the most disappointed. Right? I think that they were fucking pathetic. I think they were useless. And as far as box work, plenty to be desired. 
Well, it's it's some of the most mediocre box work I've ever seen. Yes. Just because you're standing up doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean shit. Stand up all you want. But if there's no yip, no yahoo, then you're not doing your job. But I will say this. I don't know if there's any more uncomfortable people in the world than King's Box during that match. Like getting fucking torched in front of the world or between after every point. In a Wimbledon final. In a Wimbledon final, the king in the future king's there tom cruise is there fucking jason statham's there everyone's watching and he's laying him out and he's just fucking what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> fucking no don't get up no thanks and you're like oh my god this gun's blaming me like and it was your fault make no mistake it was 100 percent your fault Look, but like but you don't often see people get called out for it in such a public dude uh global way. roasting it was a global roasting yeah a global roasting the likes of which the globe has rarely seen. I don't know if anyone's been... like. Have you, you seen a roasting like that in professional sport? Fuck no, if I have. No, no, no. And usually it's like, thank my family for the support. Obviously nah. he was... Not, but nah, during the match, nah. fuck you, family. No, no, no. Like, can you imagine but, if Tom Brady's fucking struggling in, an, in the Super Bowl and just starts looking at Giselle in the crowd going, what the you, fuck bitch. are you doing, bitch? Get up. <laughs> Get the fuck up. <laughs> And you know what? Again, he'd be right to do so because I'm sure she wasn't cheering hard enough either. But you just don't see a global roasting from an athlete who turns on his family like that. You don't see it. You never see it. But that's what makes his kids special. Yeah. He goes in there without a coach for the last five years. If you believe the reports, he'll spend fucking 12 hours playing Call of Duty and then 10 minutes training mm. if the reports are to be believed. Then you watch the way he plays in that first set and you're like, oh, oh, if you had like the competitive spirit of Nadal living within you, mm. you would have won 40 slams. Yeah, yeah. You're a 40 slam guy. He's, a, got, he's got 40 slam written all over him, yeah. bro. He's ridiculously talented. Yep. Absurdly. I was actually shocked by how little nerves he seemed to have in him. Nerves? I think he... i tell you what, I thought he had no Well, not why I thought he had nerves, but like they were saying how much of a game plan he came out with. Like it was in the first set, it was a quite obvious mm. to those who know that it was like game plan season for Kyrgios, who usually just comes out and he just sort of rips and tears. So that to me spoke about like made me think nerves, not in a bad well, way. No, nerves are good. No, no, no. I wouldn't say nerves. I would say like that he cared. Yeah, right. But to me, when he doesn't care, shows that like he's not that nervous. If you if he's like caring, it's like oh shit. The but moment. I mean, but like, it's not bad. Nerves aren't bad. Nerves are good. No, 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 no. no. I'm terrified every time we come in here. I mean. <laughs> I mean more about how you can sort of like eyeball someone that's like too nervous and you're like, oh, pussy oh, nerves. oh you're, you're the shitting. moment's yeah. getting to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mean like, and Jose Aldo is feeling the weight of this moment. He's like the great classic example, right? Yeah. You're like, ooh. Feeling the weight of this moment. Or you get a bit yippy early. Yes. Like he like started if, so strong. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. If King had got sparked three, just like three He was sets. serving at like 80% or some shit first serves in that first set. Fucking wild. A couple of times he had second serve aces. I'm like, oh, yeah, calm yeah, down, yeah. King. Yeah, good king. start. King, 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 king. But in the end, it was all for nothing. Well, Lincoln Park, in the end, doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter. Shout out to Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Chester, Shout out to... Chester Beddingfield, RIP. Shout out to Lincoln Park and Jay-Z's collaboration. Encore, do you want, want more? more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was really good. Interesting. That was, that, dude, good collab though. Random. Random as Think fuck. Think backing dude. on it, you're like, that was odd. That was odd, but also, you know what? Genius. Also, 
Try and tell me you didn't like that song. How the fuck? If you're going to sit here and tell me... I tell you what, the only way I'll believe you didn't like the song is if it's a generation gap. If you're like a boomer who's like, what? Who yeah, the yeah. fuck are these two? Who's Eminem? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure that that would exist now for me. Like, there are some fucking... There are some legitimate people who are like... There was someone who I heard on, the, in the, on a podcast or someone talking about some kid, and it's not in the same sphere. Some dude called Sean Mendes who is like... He's Don't like 20, 23 years old and he's worth 40 million. I'm like, who the fuck is this cunt? Who, is he a singer? Yeah. What's Don't, he sing? Don't know. He's hot though. Is he hot? I like that. But like as in he's a young 23-year-old twinkish hot. Like you can see why. He's twink hot. You can see why he's worth 40 million off looks alone, assuming he sings like croony fucking. Yeah, I'm with you. But if you lived in our generation... And you heard the song and you didn't like it, you're a liar. Yeah, you know, you're a liar. Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys for one last time. Need y'all to roll. Now, back to King. I couldn't help but smile when the King, having just lost a Wimbledon final, whips out the red Jordan hat. I'm like, there it is. There it is. There it is. That's a statement if ever I've seen. That's a fucking. That is a fuck you on a global scale. Yeah. Just a, just a fuck it. You know what? I don't care. Fuck you. I'm angry. It's petulant. It's childish, but... Oh, it's childish. He's 27. Yeah, it's... He's not it's, 19. No, he's not 19. It's childish as fuck. Yeah, it's childish. You know what, though? And he know he knows. He's picked the darkest... It's not about wearing Jordan. No. You get black Jordans. Yeah, you white, get white Jordans. Jordans. It's not a Jordan thing. No. It's a... Oh, this is a red hat thing. In a white... In a white hat world. Well, in a white everything world. Yes. On the court. Tournament. Tournament. Clothing. Dress. 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 <laughs> dress. Je- we must stress. It's dress. dress. Well, curious, not white. Curious, not white. So, curious, great. clearly we're talking about... We are just talking about the clothing. Yes. The attire. Otherwise, that'd be weird. That would be. Because how would curious be out there? Well, I don't know. That'd be... That'd be I'm not sure. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> there, there is a lot of, like, hoopla about the... the have you seen all that hoopla? Hullabaloo about the the all white about the clothing. Yeah, the hoopla in in what respect? I believe is it is she Australian? Obviously, the Daria Gavrilova. I think she's Australian. She was like, I have to delay my period whenever I play Wimbledon. Not that she only has her period when she plays Wimbledon. Obviously, that doesn't make sense. If it is that time and Wimbledon comes along, she has to through the pill or whatever kick it on down the road because obviously right. Red shows up on white. Yes, that's that's true. See, I would allow in that, and I'm I'm surprised that a black bike short underneath a white skirt isn't play on. Isn't that allowed? Clearly not. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe it is, and maybe it's just, and I don't want to get too sort of uh, biomechanical, <laughs> uh, or like you know, but like leaking can still look. I don't know. Too I mean, our roof leaks. It you does. know. It does, bro. It does. Like. So I just mean, like, there's just a fucking bike shorts. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily a cure all for this situation. Look, but I don't want. I don't want to speculate. No, I don't want to speculate. I like that the all white as from like a. It's some tr- things are kind of cool. Like it's like well, a uniform well, it's sort tradition. of thing. Yeah. And also, there's like no sponsors on the court. Really, yeah. Yeah. Know? Like I like all that shit. It's not about. Obviously, I wouldn't want someone to feel uncomfortable about their period. So I guess there's a. 
We got to think, try and work out some period-proof bike I shorts. Think, right? I think I think I think you could workshop ideas, Tom. Mm. I think you could workshop ideas. Yeah, a I completely I, respect where fucking Dara is coming from. Though you don't want to, you don't have that happen while you're out in the fucking court. I tell you what, they did get rid of, which would have been an interesting like layer to things. Had it still been a tradition that was upheld, is that if someone was in the box who was in line to the throne, think that's how it worked. Then you had to bow to them. Like you'd come out and bow. So King would have had to bow to a future king had that rule still been around. When did they take that rule out? Like six, seven years ago. Really? Yeah. Why? It was seen as like I think I think people like William were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's I don't want to yeah, I don't want to get bowed to. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah. I mean, we've got the rule in here. Tommy and Dave bow to us when they walk past. But yeah, like, but that's not, you know. That's a bit more that makes more sense probably. Well, it's behind closed doors. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're not doing it. We're not making them bow in front of the world. No. That's right. It's just showing respect. <laughs> yeah. Dude, a bow or salute will do. I would have loved to have seen how pissed that chick was. The 700 beers, bro, or 700 drinks, bro, chick. Do you reckon she was that pissed or no. do you reckon he was no, just... No, 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 I don't think she was that pissed at all. But if you're talking shit to the king, like, you best know he's going to say stuff that isn't necessarily true, right? Like Bold to talk shit to the king. Yeah. Bold. Like, you've got to be... So she might have had a couple of pims, you know? Who knows? Just run a couple of pims, Eddie. But Are you telling me that you go to Wimbledon on a gorgeous, sunny summer's afternoon on a Sunday, no less, and you don't get pimmed up? You pound and pimps. But I don't know how many I'm having. Like, he couldn't really describe what she was wearing. He Mate, just was like he, the one who, she's wearing the, she's got the, she's, she's, she's had 700 drinks. Okay, I think okay. he was looking for... A tussle. A scapegoat? Well, maybe. Like, you go to the US Open and people fucking yell at you during your serve. Like, there's layers to this shit. I, but surely the umpire's like, quiet, please. Yeah. And it's this, it's like, yeah, a, it's a very respectful crowd, Wimbledon. Like, mm. it's, you know, I think he's looking for, for issues. Just trying to sort of G himself up. Possibly. Well, he wasn't getting any yipping yahoo out of the box. He's no, like, now I'm going to have to fucking drag some poor chick out of the crowd into yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. to get me going. And I like that because he was like, get her kicked out. And I was, I can't remember who I was messing. I'm like, I think this drunk bitch needs to stay in the crowd. Like, I think she's, she's probably pro King in the core of her heart. And King doesn't realize that maybe she's an agent provocateur who's been planted there planted there to unsettle him but not unsettle him he needs to be unsettled if he gets too settled then he doesn't fucking play well possibly i mean you could you could look at that many different ways you could make that argument i'm not going to sit here and deny you that argument thank you i'm not going to do that not here on a monday no not on a rainy monday no Mm -mm -mm. way drizzly drizzly look at the end of the day i think in our heart of hearts we always knew it was going to be a tall order for the King to get a W yep. to win a Grand Slam as it was. This may well be the zenith of his career, like the, the kid that fucking almost almost did it without really doing anything mm. in the pursuit of that. Like, yeah. I thought there was a potential for him to be a John Daly character, win a couple of slams off like Raw Talent alone. We'll wait and see. I mean, if there was anyone other know. than Novak on that fucking court, or but that's, Nadal, but that's the problem. Yeah, but they're dying out. Are they? Well, they have to, literally. No, oh, no, like, I know, but I, I think Nadal, we've been saying that for a long time. No, no, but I think Nadal's in the sort of final throes of. He's like on the battlefield, like coughing up blood and shit. 
I reckon and you still got swinging. You I know reckon I mean? you got well, King. I think is Kings. it Boromir in Lord of the Rings who fucking keeps like slashing orcs while he's filled with bloody arrows? Boromir. Yeah, yeah. that's brother and, to Faramir. And I'm not a big Lord of the Rings guy. L O T R, if you want to acronym it, but I do know that scene, and I feel like Nadal still killing orcs despite fucking having a hundred arrows in him. Djokovic still good to go, but he will die at some stage. He will. But my problem is that the king is, he reckons he's going to retire by his 30, by the age he's 30. He says a lot of things. Three more years. He does. I tell you what. All right, this could be the like, now I've got a fucking taste of the good life. Like, I want to get, I want one of these. Maybe. Maybe that good life's fucking getting him going. Plus, he's best, he's far, he's, he's definitely best on grass. If he's going to win one, that's his. That's definitely the big shot. I wouldn't. At this tournament as well, like there were none of the Russian athletes as well, like Medvedev and whoever else. Yeah, but so Medvedev's it was a, a bit of an up, easier so. Medvedev's one of the great cucks all time, <laughs> and I say that with respect. He is. He's a cuck. By his own admission, Medvedev's yeah. admitted. No, no, that Medvedev. He's a cuck. Like it's it's one of the things he likes to do. You know what I liked about Kyrgios? He said that had Nadal and his semi-final gone ahead, it would have been the biggest tennis match of all time. Yep. Yep. And I, I agree watched. with him. I and I go, you know what? Argue that. What do, does he have beef with Nadal, or are they cool? I, th- I, I mean, th- I know he had beef I with the Joker. I, th- I, don't, I think they're on beef terms. They're on beef terms. I think so. It's hard to keep up because I was I assumed until yesterday that Djokovic and him were on beef terms until he shared all that shit. I'm like, oh, hang on. Yeah, wait, okay, they're friends. I also thought that him and his brother Christos were good mates, and then we find out that now they were on beef terms. That now they're no longer on beef terms. Like this, we need us. We need some like running diary of who the king's beefing with. I think he's beefing with Dahl currently. Right, not Federer though. I think Federer likes him. It it doesn't seem like they're beefing that hard. They're Kiros did wish him well in the recovery from the injury. That's true. Yeah, um, but I mean, of course you're going to... Like, yeah, that's also exactly, a bit of yeah. just like... That's just a, that's a bloke who's woken up to the news. He's into the final. Yeah. Without having to do anything. Yeah. He well, just walks right in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I get you. He did go me. hard in the fucking press conference calling out all, like, the ex-Aussie greats being like, they're all Post? No, nah, pre. pre. Yeah. Being like, they're all dogs. None yeah. of them support me except Leighton Hewitt. Yeah. Shout out to Leighton. Shout out to Leighton. Well, Pat Cash came out and fucking roasted him. I don't know if Pat's got his own... Apparently, Pat wasn't liked. When he played, mm. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, what? Wait, shut up, Pat Cash. Like, what's what's the problem? I get why people have problems, but what I would say to you is, shut up, shut up. Yeah, John McEnroe calling him out as disgraceful is the biggest pot calling the kettle black. Oh, in probably the history of the world. No, it is. I'm like, you invented it, you dumb cunt. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're literally... And, and also... That's what you're known but for. But also cashed in on it for the remainder of his career. Like, he's in ads, like, you know, you cannot be serious. Oh, no. Like, you're that, in every does ad Uber doing Eats, this shit. He does Uber Eats ads doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. He was in Anger Management with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson, mm. one of the great films. Uh, that's an exaggeration. It was an okay film. But McEnroe in there at an Anger Management thing. Unbelievable. And then you are having very a crack short, at the king. Very short memories. Very short memories. Fucking Sachin Tanduka was tweeting about him. Bloody Ben Stiller's tweeting about the king. Everyone's tweeting about the king. King's box office, baby. Yeah. Like he is. <laughs> he is box, he's office. box office, dude. Oh fuck yeah. 
He's a big deal, bro. dude. He is he because is, he's bringing he's bringing he's Marvel. He's dude. bringing sexy back. He's bringing tennis back, man. No one gives a fuck because it, I mean and they do, but like it's Nadal, it's Djokovic, it's Federer. Name me someone interesting. Medvedev is he your is he your new king tennis? Fuck off. Name you take out Nadal, Federer, who's basically gone anyway, and Djokovic. No one gives a fuck about any of those other. Sits a pass. Is he? He's crying in a press conference, going, "Kira's a bully." He's pathetic. Is this your king? Medvedev's the most boring cunt all time. Medvedev looks like a fucking praying mantis with a tennis racket in his hand. And that doesn't matter. It's not about looks, but it is. And outside of them, name someone. Name me one. Is Gail Monfils still playing? No. Old as fuck. Joey Wilf? Is he gone? He retired recently. Marcus Bagdadis? Gone. Fuck. Zverev, I mean, sure, yeah, Zverev's again, all right. Boring. But like, boring. Anyone got any personality out there? Seriously. Could I suck someone for a bit of personality? Mate, you go up to someone in the street and go, name me a tennis player outside of the big three. It's king and then that's crickets. Yeah. It's king and crickets, baby. Yeah. Symbol as that. And Medvedev looks like a cricket, so that makes sense. <laughs> now, you can bag him all you want, ex-fucking tennis greats. But without the king, no one gives a fuck. No one cares. So I'm not put it this up. way. I'm not disrespecting our 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 countryman Alex Demon or the Demon, who you know, good for you. I think you're 19 in the world. I would have had a great night's sleep last night if Demon was in the final. I would have had fucking nine hours, 925. <laughs> you got your 925. I would have got 925. And that's no disrespect. That's no disrespect to the Demon, but no, there's no box office there. He's I, maybe like, you I, know. I, out of respect to the demon, I'd have given him the first set. I'd given him first set, but he's a straight-to-DVD guy. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. this stage of his career. No, no, no. You don't go to the movies to watch Steam at all. No, 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 you don't. You wait for it to come out on DVD. In fact, it probably skipped the movies and you can rent it on YouTube. No, it went straight to DVD. Yeah. It went straight it to went DVD. It went straight to DVD. And that's no disrespect to the demon. It's just a reality. It's not, it's not, I'm not anti-demon. It is what it is. But King, King has a fucking red carpet premiere. Oh, yeah. In LA, Which, baby. In LA. Which yeah. we're invited to. And all the stars are there. That's the difference. That, punters and jubblers, is the difference. Is the difference. The king difference. But shout out to him. I hope it means he goes on a bit of a run. Obviously, it'll be difficult with fucking Djokovic there, who's probably the greatest of all time. He's up to seventh in the world. King? Yeah. I thought that this, this they didn't have ATP points for Wimbledon. Why? Would you think that? No, I think Tom's right. Yeah, because they weren't <laughs> having the Russian athletes in. Yeah. So they said oh. it would be unfair to give people points. Google that. Yeah. yeah. So Why did, it, why did so someone say he's fucking, up to seven? Dude, I think he blows out. Just, just 40 at the moment. Yeah, I think. I think he goes to 45 after this. I saw something saying that even after this, he goes out because there's no ATP points. Devo. Who gives a shit? Fuck the Russians. Well, I get you. But I think that you kind of... I don't know if you can fuck that. You just do the, we'll do the same thing as what we do with uh, the buy round. You know what I mean? Just, just pro give, rata what, the points. So give the Russians a couple of points. Yeah, just give them a couple of points. Just kick them a couple of points. Just give them a couple. For doing nothing? It's what happens in a buy round. Yeah, but only Russians are getting, are getting buy round points? Because they weren't there. I think it's kind of weird just fucking, and not to take a turn to political town, but like... I don't think it's really fair to kick the Russian people, like, players out. It's not like they're calling the shots. No, I think it's silly. Oh, so I think what you might have been reading Except Medvedev, kick him out. So so there are no points awarded. Um, Kyrgios would have got 1,200 points for becoming runner-up, which would have sent him into the top 20. 
Uh, instead, he's just number 40 as he was before. Okay. And top after. 20. He is but a fuck. It also, says, it also says Djokovic will drop to number seven when they're updated. Who's right. So I didn't. Re- that's what I read. Yeah. Who's number one? Zverev? Again, is Zverev, we don't even know who the world number one is. Medvedev is number one, then Zverev. Boo! Yeah, righto. These are your kings, are they, tennis? Pat Cash? Are these are the people you want to fucking party with? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Pat Cash would be a lot of fun at parties. I love. He's picking Medvedev. I love. Did you watch the the uh, the the on field chats afterwards? The ceremony, or did you just go straight to bed? Go to bed. Oh God, that's. I don't know how you can sit through th- three in the morning or whatever the fuck it was and not hear them speak. I was like, I have to stay up now and see them fucking interviewed. And it was real bromancy shit, like real bromancy shit. They were basically we almost, but we almost saw two dudes blowing each other on center court. It was great. I loved it. Talking about going out to dinner together. Never would have thought this would have happened. Our relationship. Da, 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 da. It's the start of a real special relationship. It's officially a bromance. I think is what Djokovic said. Cute. Yeah, dude. Real cute. You know what's funny about it is that underneath all of this is tennis players that have beef with Jock, with uh, King are just cut that the King doesn't have time for them. All they want is a bit of... Love Acknowledgement and yeah. a bit of love from the king. Yeah. Once you give him, once the king gives you love, they all fall in a heap and want to root him. Yeah, that's all it is, dude. Sitsipas was just upset that he didn't want to get rooted. The king didn't want to root him, which is embarrassing. If the king came out being like Sitsipas, like Yo, I respect you, bro, I love you, bro, he'd be like, "Thanks, king. Thanks, king. <laughs> I love you, king." Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds. The best betting platform in town. Um, tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app. You'd see some... I, I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is yeah. daddy. They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you... Mm, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's no, but he's got it on, and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. 
I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they weren't, weren't there. on my profile? No. Well, I'm going to I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do you didn't do two bets and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units. Told so that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've we've now uncovered the You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. So, Edward, obviously we're jumping around. King was our intro. Had to be. Had to be. Had to be. I um, am officially out of my house and into uh, my mummy's house that I'm house-sitting while she's overseas for six months. Um, I think I've said it here before. I don't know if we've had any discussions about it, but would moving be the worst experience a person can go through? I know that sounds like there might be plenty more worse things, but I don't know if there is. Look, we're not trying to take away from other bad things. This isn't a competition. It's not a competition. It's, not a, it it's not a competition. But moving one of the great cunts all the time. Yeah. And that's just a fact. I will say this. It com- doesn't end. Compared to our move from Bondi to Bellevue Hill, this one started a lot. We started preparing a lot further out. And by we, I mean Steph. She was very, like, she got the ball rolling a lot further out. So we were out of the house officially, like all out yesterday. Today, this morning was the like the end of lease clean where you get people to come in. Mm. Now, Daddy was supposed to go over there and let them in at seven in the morning, but Daddy was up until fucking three watching King play tennis. So Daddy didn't wake up, and Mummy woke up at quarter past seven to calls from the cleaners going, "Where the fuck are you?" And then I'm like, what? She's like, why aren't you there? I'm like, ah. And then she got up. Not, She was pretty cool about it, to be fair, because she knew I was up watching The King. Not that's a great excuse. And then she went over there and let him in. So it was just like the nice final nail in the annoying coffin that is fucking. So she went. She went. And you what, just kept sleeping? Well, because luckily for me, I was like, listen, I was up fucking watching King so that you didn't have to, you know? Like the nation needed me to stay up. She understood the nation's call. Yes. And that when the nation calls, you answer. But like, I fucked up. It was a great start to the week. 
And then she went over there and apparently the cleaner like wouldn't look at her. So there was like two, like a husband and wife cleaning duo, I believe. And the husband who she'd been talking to, like the whole organizer, like just wouldn't talk to her. She's like, uh, excuse me? And he just wouldn't, he was like, fuck you basically for being late. It's like, come on, dude. She was fucking 20 minutes late. Go sit in the car. Put the radio on. Buy yourself a coffee. Chill yeah, out. Yeah, relax. You know but I mean? go on your phone. Moving one of the great cunts all time. I was shocked. We got her. You got a son. I think is it Simple Solutions Moving Company? Is it the one with the like? They come pick up all your shit. Mm. Shout out to them. Not an ad, but they might have the hottest group of Brazilian removalists that I've ever seen. Yeah, I we I had a couple of dishes drop my stuff off. Bro, <laughs> was Steph I, getting a bit hot, hot and sweaty, or what? I was getting hot and sweaty. My. And I think that everyone can agree, and I've done removal work before myself, but the removalist game usually populated by, like, dudes that shouldn't be, like, either big fucking thick dudes or or dudes that just, are like, need the work and are, like, not in the greatest shape, probably have bad lower backs. Like, it's not usually populated with hot, jacked Brazilians. <laughs> I was like... And they're all wearing sunnies and shit, like, inside. Like, it was like a fashion parade. The were, and their arms and everything, and I just, I just like... Pulled Steph aside at one point and I go, is this like the fucking hottest group of removalists you've ever seen? She was like, yeah, they're all pretty fucking stacked, aren't they? I was like, yeah, dude. And like, just gorgeous. Ridiculous. I don't know if that's like part of Simple Solutions. Again, not an ad. Although they were great. Is it Simple Solutions? I don't know. I don't know. Can you just Google Simple Solutions? I don't know if it's called. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Well, no, but I wouldn't mind shouting out. If you want to, if you're moving... And you want some hot professional Brazilians, and they were really good. Like they were very professional. They came in and they put us at ease. We well, this I will spruik the benefits of this. They come with like a truck with a giant container on the back of it, and then hot men come in and just strip down all your shit, put it in this thing, and they drive it way out west and like leave it in a fucking yard somewhere. Mm. Don't have to worry about it. And then when you get when you move somewhere else, they drive it back in. Yeah. Bang. Plonk it into your house. Plonk it, yeah. And piece of piss. Listen, I was concerned when they dropped it over. Like, is there going to be water damage? You know what I mean? Where's this thing left? I don't know. Mm. Happy to report, no issues. No, 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 no. And they put me at ease immediately when we went in there, and it was like, you know, a couple of couches and some things. And then it was like, oh, do we need to wrap them with anything? And the guy just goes, hey, with a Brazilian accent, which I can't do. We'll take very good care of your stuff. And I'm like. Shit, baby, that's all you need to say. We're good to go. You're good to go. Do you do, you're going to wear that singlet? You can take it off if you want. Do you need some water? Do you need some water? I do you guys need a, can I guys need a shower? Oh, sorry, the fucking heater's on in here. It's a bit sweaty. Oh, damn. You boys need a shower? You guys what? need a shower? I can turn the shower on if you want. I can just get it steamy in there. Yeah. Oh, can't see in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> Kisses coming out of the steam. Not from me, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a grope in the state. Yeah, I mean, fucking whatever. All's fair in love and removalists. That's well, right. Sure. If that makes sense. Um, but that it, doesn't seem like the bad part. No, the bad part generally is everything else. Just everything else. Is the house empty now? Empty. Like empty, empty. Empty, empty. Did I start crying uh, in Evie's empty room? Yes, because I can't stop crying for anything. Why did you cry in her empty room? Uh, I didn't cry, cry, but I got like emotional. Why? Because she took her first steps in there. Uh, Because fucking you have heaps. It's just like life. It's You know what? Like the reality is houses 
there are many chapters in life, right? And they're not all defined by where you live. But when you ch- move house, it 100% is a chapter in your life that changes. Yes. So it doesn't mean that I couldn't, I couldn't, I could go through multiple chapters in one house, right? But when you move houses, it's an absolute crystallized, marked change of chapters. Chapters change. Chapter change. And the chapter in that house, despite the fact that it was from a real estate agency relationship perspective, shout out to Ray White Double Bay and their real estate department, the worst experience I've ever had in my life. I never mentioned them till I was out because I didn't think it was prudent. Mm. Uh, but they were awful. It was a lovely place to stay. It was, we got it on COVID prices, which to we live. all know were good to live. COVID prices were juicy, so we got much more than we bargained for. We paid, we were in a one bedroom apartment in Bondi, paid $50 more and basically had three bedrooms in a fucking living room, which you could, you needed binoculars to see the other side of. So it was just a very nice environment. And again, you, and Zoe was brought home there, you know, like all these nice memories. Then once you're out and it's this empty shell of itself, it echoes, you know, when you're in a house. It does. It echoes. And you're it's like, weird. Oh, it's crazy oh, how much furniture kills the sound. Kills. Or absorbs. Or kills the echo. Yeah. But there's like a vibe, you know what I mean? Like, and not to get all fucking, you know, charge your crystals in the moonlight sort of rhetoric, although you know I'm into that stuff. There's an energy that's in the house, and then when you leave, it's like, do you, I don't know, it feels like it's gone, or is it? does it come with you, or, you know? Anyway. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I know exactly what you mean. I'm yes. not sure if it comes with you or what happens to it, but it does. It's removed. Yes. Well, is it the, it's the feng shui Super easy storage. Hot Brazilian, super easy super storage. Super easy, though, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't find it. Is it the feng shui of the furniture and everything inside the house that's creating the vibe? That as well, but I think, and I think also just the energy of like the people, like what the, like the, what, whoever's in there, right? So mm. like, I have it on good authority that some people that lived there, a few people before us were yes. a very different <laughs> clientele. I'd actually been to your house. Yeah. And not, s- with, not with that group, but no. with another group. And some friends of ours had been there with a group who were like, there was like 40 fucking early 20s dudes living in there and living hard. Yeah, and living true. true. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if that makes sense. Really hard. Fill in the gaps. Yeah. Um, I think that vibe is also developed over time. Like having just moved into a new house, there's not vibe immediately. No, no, no. Vibe created. Vibe takes time. you gotta, you got to put some memories into this, yes. into this bad boy before... Yep. Like it's built on memory, on, but, uh, on memories, on right? memories. But experience. that's exactly it. So it's like if I'd walked, I didn't fucking get emotional the first time I walked into that room. It was the last time I walked in that room because of all of the memories I had filled in that room. Evie fucking just doing funny shit, falling over, playing with them, you know, whatever it is. The when I left Bondi was way, way, way more emotional though because it was all very positive. When I left this place, because the experience. From Ray White Double Bay Real Estate Division. Not Gavin Rubenstein, who sells houses. Shout out to him. But from the rental division, the place that rents, was so fucking bad. I I didn't care. Well, I didn't feel as much. Gavin's not a Ray White Double Bay. Isn't he? No, it's because his own thing. Yeah, but that's under the Ray White. That's why he had no, the whole no, meeting. No, no. He left a years ago. But isn't that why he had the meeting in the show? With No, no. That's It's because he wants to have like multiple fucking offices. 
and like because like there's usually a Ray White thing in each fucking suburb, and he's just like, so he's not with yeah. Ray White. So he's got no, he the, he's got the, the TRG. Group. He's got a separate thing, but it's subsidiary of Ray White. Is like it at not? the moment, he's in Willara. And then he's getting another office in Rose Bay. So, not to get into Gavin's life here. No, no, wait, let's get it. But so he has nothing to do with Ray White. <laughs> he used to work. He, no, no, he, no, he's under the banner of Ray White. So that's exactly what But I'm he's saying. not a double bar. Yeah, it says here right. Gavin and his business will remain part of our broader family group. This broader family. From Ray White. But from 1st of July, that's this year, it will no longer be branded under the Ray White Okay, name. well, I'm sure that Gavin can respect my feelings and about their rental division in Double Bay sucking all of the ass in the world. And not the entire division. This one specific person I dealt with in this one. Probably. Do you reckon there's a Gavin Rubin scene of the rental game? Like just well, king tell you of what, the rentals? It ain't the motherfucker I was dealing with. You know what I mean? King of the rentals? <sighs> is there a rental king? <laughs> I tell you what the problem with rental is. I tell you what the problem with rental is. Is that the agent has two stakeholders that they've like got to worry about. The owner of the property and the renter, but they don't really give a fuck about the renter. And maybe re- real estate agents let me know if, if I've got it wrong here. But the value is in the person who owns the house, although we're the ones paying the rent. But it's like, well, fuck. No, because if they lose the owner, property, yeah. then they don't get paid. So, like, do their commission, which the I don't owner, know what their commission would be. Know, what would their not, commission be? 10%? For rent? For rent? What do you reckon they take? What do they scratch? What do they fucking scoop out of that thing? More than they earn. Because, like, as you know, when we first moved in, it was like Spiderville. Yes, I'm aware. They made all these promises. They didn't do well, anything. The punter and the dribbler are aware the punter, of that. That's what I mean. It does that, as, a, as a general rule, you can expect to pay a commission of between 7% and 10% of your weekly rent plus GST. Um, that's a fucking healthy scoop for doing not much. It does say as low as 4%, nothing in our case. As low as 4% in some areas, but as high as 15% in others. And For doing... So, like, part of it was, like, garden maintenance. And we were like, dude, this garden is overgrown. We need... They sent in a guy with a hedge trimmer and he just fucking hacked up every bit of plant that was just... Not like a... Oh, let's just... Again, I'm not asking for, like, award-winning gardening here. But, like, let's say there was, like, some, like, leaves hanging over, like, the walkway. He'd just blade them at the fucking base. (laughs) And it was like, holy shit, dude. Like, it looked like someone had just fucking taken clippers to someone's hair out of nothing. And I was like... Or up on the street. So, they're, like, the front of the place curves around. So all they'd do is mow the lawn on the fucking front-facing bit of grass so that anyone could see it looked clean. And then on the other side, it was like a fucking wild jungle. We got our taps fixed. Like, I reckon I got my tap in the kitchen fixed seven or eight times in two years. No joke. They'd just send around some really jacked up and intense and slightly aggressive plumber who I think... If he's playing eyes up, he's like, I'm going to do a shit job here because I do all of their fucking properties. So I just keep doing half-assed jobs. I'm constantly working. Smart. That's eyes up. That is eyes up. Plumbing. Respect to that guy. Yeah. I know it's annoying to you, but, well, I can't, I can't, but I can't but respect a man who's doing half-assed jobs to keep himself busy. Yeah. Just clipping that ticket, baby. There is a, underneath the, the, the garage, there's a big room that is filled with the trash of... I would say the last 12 tenants who just have gone, fuck it, we'll put this in here, we don't need it. Like, trash. Like rubbish. Like broken rakes and fucking <laughs> old yeah. chairs and Shit table Shit that should legs. be out for clear to yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get into it, but I just, it was, I've been, I just fucking, I'm glad to be out of there. 
Congratulations, Tom. Thank you, sir. And congratulations to Steph, who did most of it. Proud of both of you. Tom, mm-hmm. what am I wearing? You're wearing a New South Wales 13 plus fucking state of our uh, political jumper. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Now, I want to talk politics, baby. State yeah. politics. State politics. Lay it on me. Yeah. Election next year, mate. Yeah. Really confident that the I Libs are going to get it done with 13 seats plus. I thought there was an election on Wednesday night <laughs> in Queensland. No, that's completely unrelated. Oh, that's okay. for the next topic. Oh, we okay. may as well get into it now. Yeah, we may as well get into it now, though, unrelated. State of it. origin Wednesday night. Yeah. Suncorp. Tom and I are not going too busy. No, we were going to go. And shout out to that dribbler who offered us, a couple of people offered us some boxes. And then when we followed up, it seemed like it was tyre kicking. But there was a dribbler who offered us two seats and members, I think, was it? There was. And that was a, it was a very nice offer. Uh, the reality is we're going to Byron week after next. and Week after, the, next week. Next week. So, you know, we couldn't. It was, just, it was getting hard to justify taking a couple more days off. Yeah, and it would have been like, all right, we're going to fly out there, fly back. We would have fucking just got nothing done. We would have burned a couple Well, you days. burn Wednesday, you burn Thursday. Yeah, and maybe Friday, depending on how well, Thursday. No, well, Friday we usually burn anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Friday oft burnt, so, yeah, we weren't. We well, weren't. it's like at least, uh, at least half of Friday's burnt. At least, At least half a Friday. So we just decided let's m- start making a few more mature decisions. We, uh, you know, we maybe separate to each other came to like some shamanic, you know, did we have some mind-altering substances that, you know, helped us see the light at some point? Yeah, we did. We realised that maybe we can, you know, like I'm not going to get into it, but basically independent of each other, we had some fucking... Revelations. Revelations. Now, <laughs> New South Wales... We'll go to Suncorp on Wednesday night and face an origin side, a Queensland side, Thomas, without the big boy. Yeah, Cammy, oh, Mario Tulani. <laughs> the big boys. Listen. Munster out. But you'd, and you hate Tulangi to say it, shout out to Munster, shout out to Tulani, but for all you little Queensland bitches, and I say that with the utmost disrespect, we're fucking, we've been dealing with that the whole series. So you're like, oh, now we've lost our best player. Fucking, it's like, yeah, we lost Turbo and fucking trouble before this thing started. So shut the fuck up. But it is unfortunate for you guys. But I also, you know, like, fuck, it's origin, baby. Deal with it. It's life. You've got to deal with adversity. You brought in Tommy Didden. You guys will be fine. You guys will be absolutely fine. Dude, Tommy you brought Didden in Tommy Didden. He's got blonde hair too. You guys are good. Yeah, you're sweet. You're absolutely fine. Like, in life, sometimes you're going to get dealt some bad hands. Yep. It's how you play them. Yep. You get 2-7, baby, unsuited. How are you playing that? Split them. Hit me twice. That's blackjack. That's what I was playing. I was playing poker. Worst hand you can get, but not the point. The point is, doesn't matter what game you're playing, try win. Try win. Try win with the hand you've got. Yeah. We lost Tommy and we lost Luttrell. And we Our won. two best players. And we still won all, baby. Staring down the barrel of a 2-1 victory do you stare down the barrel if it's positive i think you can stare down the barrel of victory i think so we win (laughs) (laughs) boom um we are doing a live stream first and foremost we are doing that wednesday night myself edward willie berms that is my younger brother and jarchi from tiktok have you asked josh yes and he said yes yes what a thrill what a thrill. 
you know what what you're witnessing right now is him finding out for the first time whilst you're finding out as well. <laughs> what a thrill. What a thrill. I can't help but sit here, punters and dribblers, with a grin on my face as I think about the prospect of lifting a fourth shield from five years. One of them asterisked should have been four from four. Yep. Don't think the code one counts. Call it four from four. That's what we're looking at here. Mm-hmm. Now, you could sit there and go, yeah, but Munster's out, so how the fuck, look, it's not fair. Shut up. Shut up. Play the footy in front of you. We're still going to go out there and do the damn thing, mate. This is There's no fait accompli's here. No, there's We're go out there and play our best football, rugby league football. But I think that with too many weapons in the duffel, we'll be too big, too strong. Too powerful. And too thick. I will say that I'd like to send my condolences to Jordan McLean, who was looking for an Origin debut, does his hammy, and misses out. We bring See, in, look, we've got big names we out. We've got big names out as well. Bringing in Jacob Saifidi, who... Of Daniel's brother fame. Of Daniel's brother fame. Of fuck you look like Daniel Saifidi fame. Of Are you sure you aren't Daniel? Dude, are you Posing fucking, as a you Jacob? so much like Daniel Saifidi, it's not funny. Fame. I'm cool with him coming in as well. I'm cool with that. I tell you what, Regan Campbell-Gillard, he, he's done something wrong. He has. RCG. RCG's done something wrong. I don't care what anyone tells me. And I'm not saying he has or he is inherently wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm saying that clearly something has happened because you don't just go from being first game to nothing. Freddie, said, Freddie came out and said, I wish him well. That is a fuck you. I don't care what you say. I literally don't care what you say. If you come out and say, oh, I'm wishing him well after you fucking unceremoniously dropped him, something happened. And I've heard rumours. I'm not going to go into them, but I've heard rumours. Not that he's done something like illegal or anything, but no, like, no, look. That there's some personality clashes. Know this. Tom and I hear rumours. <clears throat> rumours cross our desk. Yep. We're rumour merchants. Yep. A lot of those rumours we keep internal. We keep to ourselves. Yep. Just like this one. Well, I can't. But we have heard that. Well, I just there's personally questions. Yeah, so it's not really. We're not going to release anything. No, we're not, not going to say it. anything. We're not going to diverge what we've heard. But no, apparently, there's, there's personality clashes potentially, potentially. with some ex teammates who may take up a large swath of the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we we started off by promising we wouldn't get too into it, and now, we haven't. We, no, we haven't. We're just saying that some former teammates potentially who make up a large swath or swathe of the side, still not giving anything away here, potentially have some personality clashes with RCG. So we're not... But, like, make of that what you will. Don't read into it. That is is heavily ambiguous, and ambiguity is where we like to keep this thing. You would have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure out what you're really talking about. Yeah, and you're not. And you're not. Punters and dribblers aren't Sherlock level, dude. No, no, no. no, Shout out Sherlock Holmes. I hope they're making the third one. I don't know if they are, but I Have they already made a third? The first one was good. Second one was good, too. Was it? Yep. I mean, Robert Downey... Robert Downey and Jude Law, thank you very much. I'm happy with that. Why wouldn't you make a third? Madness, not too. I hate money. So there's an article. Oh, hang on. Yeah, they they are they are making one. It was meant to be released in like twenty. I mean, two. Sorry, twenty twenty. Then twenty twenty one. Oh, they've okay. So they've like planned it and whatever, but they haven't started filming. COVID, COVID's fucked it. That's all. So they haven't started filming. And also two potential spin-off TV shows. We're getting the Sherlock Holmes cinematic universe. Uh, as long as they aren't in it, I don't want that. All I want 
is on a rainy Sunday afternoon to take myself to the Hoyts and get a large popcorn and a large lemonade and watch Jude Law and Robert Downey Jr. solve crimes. Yeah. That's what I want. Is that too much to ask, dude? Can we not watch two quick-witted, fucking hot, hot one English, one American actors? Mm. Can we not just let allow them to make me forget that they are just living in modern times and take me back to, what, the 1400s or whatever the fuck it is? 1800s. 1800s. 1700s. I don't know. I'll be 1800s. I think 18. Whatever, think dude. Cars. Take me back there. Take me back. To the... <laughs> <laughs> take me back. Where, shout out to Thirsty Mo. Yeah. While we're at it. Great Dubbo band. Are they Dubbo? One yeah, Great exports. A Thirsty Mo Dubbo. Oh, yeah. I would love to know what they've made off Summertime. Because, I mean, but, it's the Bondi Rescue. Did, now, did they just sell the rights to that, or are they getting residues? They'd have to get residu-digis, wouldn't they? I don't know. Maybe I mean, are they their own managers? If they are, then probably not. I think the, the interesting thing about that is that, uh, like, most of the band, and Rye Thistlewaite, the singer, is actually a really talented, like, jazz guitarist and whatever, and has a really good musical knowledge, and wrote that song pretty much just to be, like, a summertime hit, and it worked. Uh yeah, Ray, it did work, buddy. It and out of all his well. musical prowess, that was the song. Oh, it worked. Oh, uh, it Take worked. Me back to the sweet time, the hot night. No more gonna be on God in the summertime. Baby, in the summertime. Uh, yeah, shout out to Ray. Shout out to Thirsty Merc. Um, shout out to Thistlewaite, dude. Mm. Big Thissy. I think it's Thistlethwaite. Yeah, I think you're right, Tom. Oh, not Thistlewaite. No. Now, unfortunately for Ray, that's one of the great cunts of last names in terms of just trying to wrap your lips around it. What? Thistlethwaite. Because Thistlewaite, I would be like, okay, you you traded in the Thistle game. Yeah, no, Thistlethwaite. Thistles. But now Thistlethwaite? I feel like Thistlethwaite is probably like the final boss in like a speech pathology handbook. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the, like, if you can say this word, you've graduated speech pathology. Yeah. You used to have like one of the yeah. worst lists of but all there's time. A lot, but, there's a lot of, but there's a lot of bones in that Thistlethwaite graveyard. Dude. Oh, shit, yeah, there is. There's a lot, there's of, a kids lot, of, a lot of good kids to A lot of good kids who at that final yeah, boss. Yeah, who basically just probably dropped out. Yeah. Thistle Thwaite. Thistle Thwaite. Nah, get out. <laughs> out. Out. You only get one chance. Thistle Thwaite. Like the reverse park in your fucking L's, L's. test. No, if you hit no, the no. gutter, yeah. eh, Sorry, uh, you failed to fucking indicate 30 metres before a fucking... Eh, you're sorry, out. you're out. Thistle Thwaite. You said Thistle Thwaite. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Or pay for another year. Yeah, well, give us more money. Give us more money. So, State of Origin, Eddie. Uh, Wednesday night, New South Wales win. Live stream, Hello Sport, YouTube. Uh, we'll be on just before kickoff. If you want to see his beating our chest, tune like in. That. Yeah, it's going to be a parochial pro New South Wales fucking stream, so fuck off. It'll be a chest beat. Yeah. Either Where come to celebrate with us or come to watch us lose. And if you're the latter, then you'll be disappointed. You'll be very disappointed. Do you all that include you because you're a turncoat? Yeah. So you'll never be happy. Never be happy. Know that. It's uh, pertinent for me to remind the pun and the dribble that when we talk rugby league on this show, it's thanks to our good friends at KO. All games, live, uninterrupted, and ad motherfucking free during play. And Eddie, 
Manly's in the top eight. We're entrenched in the top eight. Sorry, slipstream happening. Oh, is the Tour de France on as well, where slipstreams are fucking really prominent? And also it happens in Formula One, but not as cool. Yeah, Manly's in the top eight. Manly is in the top eight. People doubted us. People said that was sli- the, the slipstream wasn't real, that it couldn't be done, that it wouldn't be done, and it's been done. Mm. It's been done right in front of our very eyes. Manly into the top eight. Tom messaged me yesterday, very concerned, the fact that we were still ninth. I said... I was like, what the fuck's going on easy, here? Easy, big fella. We haven't been given our buy points yet, baby. Wait till the buy points... Horse, you dude. were. And I get it. But let the buy points hit. Let... The buy points. Well, I just think the buy points should be given at the start of the round. So Don't do make me wait until no. fucking Sunday. No, 9 not PM. what? What nine PM Sunday? Yeah. Madness. Just add the points already. They should I? have been added at six PM after the final game of the round. Yeah, nine PM to work that shit out. Like anyway. how fucking hard is it? Just give us the points. Anyway, we're good. But Manly's got Newcastle this weekend. We hump them and hump them well. Are we doing sure. a stream for that? Uh, we have talked about it. We have talked about it. Yes, we have talked about We've it. We've discussed it. It's been so talked about. there's a chance that we do. This might be a double stream week. It's been talked about. It's been discussed. It's been discussed. It's been mulled over in circles. We've mulled it over. Yeah, you and I. Yep. We've mulled it. We've mulled it. I think we hump the fucking knights, as I we said. We hump them now. Like, we're, like, like we are now so entrenched in the eight. It's it's yeah. scary. Barricade. It's scary how entrenched we're. Barricaded we're. in the eight. Like fucking good luck getting in here, bro. You're not getting in here. Now, Good like, if luck. you look at the, if the, the points difference, right, Manly's got a points difference of two, positive two. The Dragons, minus 84. Are you telling me they had any business in the eight whatsoever? That's they don't. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It's unbelievably embarrassing. No business. Zero business being that eight. Zero. Sorry, dude, no business. Keep your business out of here. Look, I think Manly realistically <laughs> comes, like, I wouldn't rule out sixth, fifth. Eels almost lost the Tigers, and we basically beat the Eels. We did beat the Eels, basically. Rabbitohs have looked all right with Trell back, but ultimately, you know, let's be real. Chooks, they're done. Dragons are done. Mate, we could come fourth. (laughs) (laughs) What we do know, Tom, what we do know, you and I, Yeah is that when Manly finished the season higher than the Knights and the Raiders, that you and I get $2,000 each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off Michael Pride. Off Michael Pride. Michael J. Pride. Michael J. Pride. $2,000 dues each. And you know what I'm going to do? Fucking blow it. Yeah, I'm going to buy something dumb. Yeah. Really dumb. In front of him. Yep. Come in with something just stupid. Thanks, dude. Yep. Thanks for this. Yep. I just got... $2,000 $2,000 worth of fucking butter menthols. Well, I've already got those. Look, leave reach it out with Kelly us. Slater, by the way. <laughs> Kelly, we're back on you now, bro. Yeah, we are back on you. <laughs> we're back. We're not letting you forget it. You fucking, now that we got this studio and Tobler's going to work out how we record Zooms, we're coming for you again, Kel. We're coming. You're, no you doubt. said you'd do it. For those of you that are new to the party, Kelly Slater said he'd come on the podcast. We were DMing him for like maybe a year. Things fell away. COVID got in the way. Look, COVID got in the way. We didn't know that we would be entering a COVID. Well, I think it was COVID at the time. but I think it was pre-COVID when he first came in. Because it was bushfires. I remember we were at the the Christmas party and there was ash falling from the sky. And that was when he he was DMing us. Because we were talking shit to him over Instagram. So it was actually the end of 2019. At the Bells. Yeah. 
and the ash was like falling. It was like summer. It was like uh, snow in summer. Yeah, but it was, was ash falling in the food. That was edge. That was edge. That's not the point. Kelly Slater then was saying that he'd come on the podcast. Some of you going, are these guys like literally just making things up? No, this is legitimate. I got the receipts. Check we've out the receipts. We've got receipts. Kelly said he'd come on. Kelly, I believe in my heart of hearts, he's a man of his word, and that in the fullness of time, Kelly will come on the yeah, show. Yeah, I believe if we get back in there and start like the, the, the you know, sometimes you think a fire's out, but if you were to put your hand in it, it's still hot. Like, because the coals and shit are there. Yeah, coals I think that. that's all it is. You just got to start yeah, breaking coal, up a bit of kindling, coals some DMs. And coals and that. Coals and that. Can I ask you something, Tom? Yep. A storm the worst side in the comp? Dude, the storm of the worst fucking rugby league side in the comp. Two losses in a row. They suck, dude. And you know what? I should have known better. I'm disappointed in myself for not tipping the Sharks. That was my fault. Because they were so bad against us. Like, we fucking, we just started playing with our food towards the end of the game and let them back in. But, like, they, they suck, dude. They're shit. Dude, we fucked them up. Yeah. Except the last five minutes, which no one counts. Well, we were playing with our food then. But we fucked them we up. We fucked them up. Unceremoniously fucked them up. Fucked them up. Fucked them up. <laughs> we fucked them up. I, um, I like the Broncos, dude. And I, I like... Fuck Denning Kemp, obviously, publicly, and I mean that with love, but I can't help but like the Broncos. You like the Broncos? Yeah. I like them, dude. How much do you like them? Not that much. Not like come home and meet my family or anything, but like I like them. I can get around what they're about. You know what? I like Reynolds. Some of it's about image overhaul, right? Like if you've got someone in your side I like and then you start playing well, I can be turned. Yeah, you can be. I can be turned. Now, back in 2009, obviously pre- you know, things that have de- have developed. But I was a fan of fucking the Eels and Jared Hayne. Daniel Mortimer. Fooey, fooey, moy, moy. I hate the Eels. But if you get the right mix in there, you can get me fucking... You can change my mind. What became of Daniel Mortimer from Orange? Went to the Roosters, won a comp off the bench, I believe, in 2013 or was it 2019? Might have been 2019. I reckon it'd be 2013, wouldn't it? He's playing for Lee Centurions at the moment, which I believe is where Blake Ferguson is as well. Did he um, win a comp in 2013 or 2019? 2013, he was at the Roosters. 13. Yeah. Ray Fisselfwaite. Um, right. Well, congratulations, Daniel. He was very good. He was good. He was good. Um, but, yeah, all I'm saying is Broncos have done a good job to, like, image overhaul. Yes. I agree with that. I agree with that. Mm. Ben Iken. Ben, Kev, Selwyn, Reno. Reno is a big scoop. Reno's done a lot for that a lot for that club. Fuck loads for that club. A lot I, for that club. Is Tyson Gamble playing still? Because a dribbler a couple of weeks ago hit me up and was like, you guys need to start referring to him as Tyson Gamble responsibly. And I've been waiting for him to play ever since. <laughs> and I just I haven't seen him play. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to Tyson Gamble, Gamble responsibly. responsibly. I'm not sure. I, I can't speak to, to where he might be at, Tom. Shout out to Ned's. Well, I think since Reynolds has been back, and Ezra, Ezra, Man. Ezra Mann's been impressing, yeah. so yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you, you make gamble responsibly. You make a prudent. Club. You make a prudent. Well, they point. they took a gamble on Ezra, and the gamble clearly paid yeah. off. Yeah. Well, it's not as fun to say though, but I also like Ezra and just calling him yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Wham, bam. <laughs> Ezra, ma'am. <laughs> um. Next week's draw, Cowboy Sharks, Friday. 
Eels. I feel like sorry, we'll before, Thursday, before no, we move on from this week, I feel like we need to pay homage to future Storm legend Tarek Sims for getting Sinbin twice in 12 minutes. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Sinbin twice in the first half. In oh, the first, like... Old, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I um, Second and 25th minute. Yeah. The Respect fir- that. The first one, I was a little bit... I was confused about, like, how that first one was because if you see it in real time... I don't know. He's already committed to the tackle. The problem was that Reynolds wasn't looking. But, like, is that on... Like, Reynolds, obviously... So, like, Reynolds is going to the line, playing Mm. the ball late, Mm. looking back and passing. So, as he's looking back, Tarek smacks him and he gets a whiplash. But, like, you must know as an attacker... Because, like, obviously that tackle doesn't look good, but you must know as an attacker, especially if you're going to the line and playing the ball late, that you're going to get fed by a big back rower if you're looking at him. He's going to feed you. So, like, looking away, it's almost like, is he getting sin bin because Reynolds didn't look? And if so, does that just mean that if you're a half, go to the line, turn away, and then if you get hit, the guy's going to get fucking sent for 10? It was, was a weird it late? One. No, it was so quick, dude. Like, it was, if you look at it, it was late in the sense that, no, he didn't have the ball and he was hit, but it was like that. Like, he'd pass the ball and then he was smacked. In my opinion. How, how quickly afterwards? Dude, like, what I'm saying is, it was. I think he was already committed to the tackle. Right. So your read was that it wasn't late. No. It was played. That's my read. Yes. That is your read. Mm. And I. that's why I'm I'm deferring to you yeah. for your read here. But my read also counts for What nothing. about the second sin bin? I uh, didn't see it, but I think that was just a high tackle. Yeah. I think like, he'll get suspended for that one. But I feel like with the first sin bin as well, because it was Reynolds, that adds a bit of it to it. Like, if it was a ball-playing second rower that he had hit late, right, and it wasn't Reynolds. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of the times, like, the halfbacks or whatever, the key players, and it happened to Kronk and Slater as well, lots, mm. like... They are protected species. Yeah, and it's times. like because he had sore ribs and like... Uh, and the Cowboys kind of did the same thing to him last week. Yeah. So they knew that was going to be the game plan. But like that's what you don't play if you can't... And I'm not... This isn't a shot at Reynolds, but like if you're not up to fucking getting pounded, then you probably shouldn't be playing rugby league football. Shout out to Tony Staggs as well for getting two tries in that game. Love it. Wrangled Staggs. Congratulations to you if you wrangled a Staggs. I still haven't done it and... I'm paying the price. Uh, that Rugby League obviously brought to you by our good friends at KO. Much love to KO. Shout out to KO. Much love to KO. Go Manly. Cricket, Eddie. Yes, bro. So, Smudge found his hands. Funnily enough, they were in Sri Lanka. They were in Sri Lanka. A lot of people have been getting quite concerned. Tom and I, certainly part of that uh, collection of people, going, where in God's name are Smudge's hands? Hadn't scored a ton in. He'd scored one since 2019. Funnily enough, they were in Gaul, Sri Lanka. They were in Gaul. Now, I think that potentially what's happened is he's loaded them onto the plane on a flight from fucking God knows where years ago. Lost in the baggage. Lost in baggage. Lost in translation. Lost in flight. Yep. Because he's found them well and truly. 145 of 272 seeds. 145, not, not out. good for the average. Good for the average. Lovely for the average. I think he's back in the 60s now. Can we check if his average has gone back mm-hmm. up? Shout out to uh, Pez of great cricketer fame who spoke eloquently, basically about saying, like, I'm going to paraphrase awfully. Yes, please. Go and check it out. Um on their YouTube channel. But basically he was saying, he was like talking about how much sort of like uh, emotional 
investment he gets out of or puts into and gets out of sm- like smudges average having a six at the start of it. Just like how important that is for him just day to day. And I'm like, you know what, dude? I couldn't agree with that more. Yeah. And when it dropped below 60, it well, we, me well, up. we saw that recently. Yeah. Fucking devastating. Yeah. And I think now, Dave, if you can confirm, I'm hoping 145 not gets it back up. Well, I think so. It has got him on the Crick Info website at 59.37, but I reckon they don't add the new runs until the test is completed. That maybe, would make so. sense. That yeah. would make so sense. So he would definitely be back in the 60s. So they found his hands in Gaul. That sounds like the start of a, or at least a lyric of some sort of an old song. <laughs> well, they found his hands in goal. Yeah. Uh, but Manus also, Labra, 104, needed that Labra, needed that bra, needed that. Because the rest of the batting card looked like a pile of human excrement. Usman with a 37 is... He got a ball. A pass mark. He got a ball and a half. So did Warner, actually. But the rest of them... Shit show central. Not good enough, bruh. Not good enough, bruh. Two three sixty four though. You take that on that wicket. Yeah, but then now fucking the uh, Sri Lankans. They're uh, they're putting. They're, how far ahead are they now of us? Uh, about what's the lead? What's the math? Seventy ish. Yeah, mm. like they're, they're putting in work. They're putting in work, dude. Six for four thirty one. They are. Um, we have. Not bowl. I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that we aren't bowling well or if it's that they're batting well. But like Nathan Lyon of 160 runs off of 56 overs fame, two wickets. You don't see Paddy Cummins fucking none for 70 very often. No, you don't. No, you don't. Baggy Green, dude. How about that motherfucker's hands? You see that that fucking catch he took in Gully? Mm. No, Mister. Dude, that One-hander. thing will put fucking. Like, well, like, you could be infertile. You watch that. Bang. Forget Kids. IVF, baby. Just watch that. Kids. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Love Kids. that. Um, I like that Smith loves the challenges of playing in foreign conditions. Yes. Well, dude, that's Minus's first ton outside of Australia. Mm. Thank fuck for that. Yeah. Got to get that monkey off the back, yeah, bro. That thing will fucking drive you dude. crazy, yes, bro. Yes, dude. Uh, but yeah, Smith rises to challenges. Always has. Yeah. Always has. Yeah. You know what I like, Tom? Him getting a ton of foreign conditions. What's that bode well for? The Eshes? In a year's time. Yeah, well, because he sees Joe Root hitting fucking 12 tons in like three weeks. And he goes, hey, Joe, listen, I get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Woo up. Woo up, bro. Woo up. Where's that put smudge now? Is he on 29? 28. 28. 28. Equal with Joe. And then I think someone even brought it up with him and he's like, yeah, Joe's played a few more tests than me, cuz. Woo up. Woo up, cuz. Oi, cuz. Can I call you cuz? Woo the fuck up. I just did. I just did. Thank you so much. I just did. Yeah. How many days have we had in the test? Uh, it's three. Is that three days? Yep. Three honest days. Three honest days toil. Uh, is this a three test, two test series? Two. Fuck, can and we're we ready one th- up. You sure it's a two test series? Yeah, I would have loved another test. Three test, two test series are weird. What's the point? Is it just what's the point? What's the point? They're very odd. You one hundred percent? It's only two tests. I'm one hundred percent. I will double check now. Fuck. Yeah, our next fixture is twenty eighth of August against Zimbabwe, and it's an ODI. Can't wait. Um, that's annoying. Thrilling. That's annoying. I would have really liked a fucking three-test series. Bit yeah, going but on in Sri Lanka. You know what? But you know what? 
Honestly, dude, seriously, I would rather get rid of that third test for the Zimbabwe ODI. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Have you seen what's going on in Sri Lanka at the moment? Bit, no. bit on. Uh, there seems so, to be a bit on there every now and then. Yeah. No, dude, there's a bit on. The, the, the people, the countrymen, stormed the president's house and he fled and is now stepping down. And they basically, like, ransacked his house and were, like, fucking smoking, like, jumping in his pool and swimming and, like, like filled. The house is filled with fucking Sri Lankans. Dude's, like, smoking weed in his bed and shit, like. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sri Lanka's fucking on one at the moment. And he got out in time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's done. Like, I haven't got into the geopolitical, political Sri Lanka. Oh, shit. Dude, house party vibes. Oh, that's a house party right there, bro. Serious house party. That water looks dirty. That water looks like it's been. I think think people have been pissing in that. Yeah, people have been pissing in that pool. Oh, shit. on the roof, dude. Dude, they're just hanging out. Dude, all for the gram. Everyone's phones out. I love it. Like, obviously, there's probably some political intent there, but everyone under the age of like fucking oh, it's 25 packed. is TikToking. Oh, it's packed. Oh, People, the pool table. As if you wouldn't rip the covers dude, off. Dude, you'd be taking that pool table, wouldn't you? If you had any brains about you. You'd be playing a game, surely. Look at this shit. People just walking around, hanging out. People don't even know what exactly they're. It's obviously symbolic. I don't know what this guy did. Was he a. Piece of shit, Dave. Well, he's, I think he's the president or prime minister or whatever. I don't know what he did specifically, but in terms of the country, like, they're pretty much out of fuel and bankrupt, the wow. entire country. Okay. So, like, a week ago or something, they said, like, you could only get fuel if you were, like, a maybe a government employee or, like, emergency services, whatever. They weren't giving fuel to regular people. Like, the country's bankrupt. I think inflation is whatever that means. Oh, that's sad. Over there. So, yeah, this is, like... This isn't even, like, a political, like, oh, left or right. Let's no, no, government. This is, this just, is like just, like, a... we're fucked. Like, you need to do something about this. Oh, Jesus. That's fucked up. Jesus. But they still got out to the cricket, so good on them. Well, and there was a big... I saw at the end of the, like, ODI series... Give a fuck about the fuel. They had, like, a big banner that was, like, thank you, Australia. And, like, the crowd seemed to be really, like, appreciative of Australia coming and kind of giving, giving something, something good to... for them. So that's nice. We uh, like that. Good to see the teams having a fight then. Oh, they're having a crack. They're having a crack. Big Obviously, crack. listen, and this is going to sound bad, and I know there's a lot going on in Sri Lanka right now, and they probably could do with a win, but I want Australia to pound them into the earth. It's sport, you know? Ultimately, you've got to have that competitive look, spirit. Look, you've got to be ruthless, yeah. and it's, yeah, maybe the timing's not great. No, it's not. The optic's bad for me, but fuck it. But look. We need a win. We need to be honest. We need to be honest, and we want a W. We want a W. We want I'd a love hump. you to like, you know what? You got a you got a hundred. I think one of your boys got a hundred there. I'd like you to put up a good we, fight. We we are looking to right terrible, horrific wrongs. Horrific. Whereby we were denied through a technicality to make the final of the Test Championship. We should have been the inaugural winners. We all know that as fact. And now it's about putting in work, stacking up points, so that we are there next time. Yep. Ripping and tearing. Is so it every we need year, Test Championship? What? Test Championship every year? Every two years. So we need a W. Yeah. We need a W. And a Y W, great for us. Yeah, really good for us. So sorry. Look, we know, again, not a great time, but... Sometimes it's about us. So end of March next year is when the final of the Test Championship is. Where is yeah. it held? Is it Lords again? I'm pretty is, sure Is that like Lords. just a thing that we're doing now? Yeah, I think so. Don't agree with the it. The home of cricket, I guess. Neither do I, because it's going to be weather affected. Don't agree with it. If we can talk a bit of rugby, more so New Zealand losing than Australia losing. No, what no. I do want to say is that I did start to watch that game, 
the refereeing was fucked, but also, and I'm talking Australia v England. I uh, don't want to celebrate New Zealand losing as I'm half Kiwi, Dave, and <laughs> so is Eddie. But there are many rules in rugby union that, like, I don't know why you persevere with them. Like, the, you, you know, like some of the, you could you can argue that some sports are maybe too quick to change rules or change them too often. Um, you could say that. You yeah. could say that, right? Yeah. But there is something quite maddening about some of the rugby union rules the most pertinent to me right now is the intercept rule where it's like what's the fucking point of this rule like and why are you so stagnant as a game that you can't just see that and react and go okay that's dumb like to get binned for a a a failed attempted intercept is fucking ridiculous doesn't make any sense it is Ridiculous. What, but what's the thought process? Sir? We don't want to see intercepts. They're saying that you can intentionally knock the ball down. It's negative play. I think that you look. How many people try and knock the ball down intentionally? Like in rugby league, and intercepts play on. No one's trying to intercept. The, no one's trying to knock the ball down intentionally. Or maybe they are. Like in a last ditch attempt. What's wrong with that though? Like you want you want to incentivize people going for an intercept. Sterling Mortlock's intercept in the 2003 World Cup against the All Blacks to run away and score whilst wearing gloves, no less, <laughs> was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. And it's been replayed time and time and time One of the and great time moments. and time and time again. You could argue that we've been robbed of moments because people are too scared to go to the, for the intercept mm-hmm. for the fear of being bin for negative play. You could make that argument, Tom, yep, strongly. You could. Strongly. I think it's outdated. I think it's time for change. Yep. And I think that as it's a game, difficult to needs okay, to we'll change forward. that. Don't worry. It's not like they're going to be like, well, we grew up like our heads. Good. It's not like changing like how to tackle, right? It's like it's not going to be that big of an issue to try and change it. It's just like, all right, you can go for intercepts now. They're also like they were finicky as fuck, dude. Like, and I remember the commentators even saying like Northern Hemisphere refs can just be like some of the most letter to the letter of the law, bloody. I don't know. I just found it very stifling, and they were suit. They like were so involved. They were just constantly involved, and it was all going England's way. And I was just like, fuck this game, dude. I wanted to watch it. I was excited to watch it. And I just find sometimes rugby union are their own worst enemy, and that game was it for me. Tom Wright, good manly boy. Fuck me, he can play. Did you see him? Mm. Did you watch the game? Yeah, I did. I watched that kick he put in? And then he fucking... um, Yeah, 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 yeah. And then got the guy, dragged him out? Mm. That's a good manly boy right there. Well, it's the manly in him. Yeah. It's the seagull that lives within. Yeah. It's the it's the daring to dream, yep. daring to be bold, daring to fly. Yep. It's the eagle squawking inside his That's chest. That's right. There's, a, there's an eagle within that kid. Yeah. That's what I saw. Yep. What did we lose by in the end? Six, uh, eight points? Yep. 25-0, we came back pretty well. Yeah, we did. And to be fair, we scored two tries. They only scored one. They just fucked us with penalty goals. Well, and that's Probably four penalties you. like those bullshit. So that's rugby for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Here we rugby. go. Here's another rule we changed. Penalties, two points. One point even. Two points, probably. Two points, I think, is fair. They give them out so often, I'm just like, maybe just give them one, but one's dumb. Two points. Look, we've got a decider. We've got a decider against England. I'm decider cool for New Zealand against Irish, who played fucking well. Yep. Ripped and teared. I like Ireland when they're good. So do I. I like when the North is strong, yeah. as it were. Except England. Well, exactly. But also, I get it. But, but France is strong. They won the Grand Slam, and then 
Ireland won the Triple Crown. They only lost to France, I believe. So, like, they're both pretty fucking legit at the moment. Mm. Going into a World Cup next year in France. Dude, Italy also lost to Georgia Is the World Cup next year in France? Yes. Can you just check the date for that? Because, Eddie, I'm just trying to plan out a 2023, right? So, can I just plan I don't know if we... I don't... Just listen to my plan for our 2023. I know what it is. No, you don't. I do. Shut up and let me plan it for you. So, I think Feb... We're over in Vegas for Manly v South. Yep. We then come back. We then go over for Wimbledon. We then stick around for the Ashes. Or... They'll they be on the same time. Same time, right? Mm. We then, depending on the dates, hop on over the pond to the Frogland and go and watch a bit of rugby. I think we'd need to have like a bit of a staycation for that to be possible. I think that the Rugby World Cup's in September. Yeah, starts mid-September Come back and then go October. again. Okay, so we come back then go we again. We come back then go again. I think so. I yeah. think that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yep. Because I'm probably going to have to bring at least three women with me, and that would be my wife and two children if I'm staycationing. Who has the rights to the... Is it our, is it our dear friends at KO or is it... To the rugby? Yeah. No, they would not have the rights. But I wonder if they're up for renegotiation. Potentially the World Cup sits in a I would say that the competitor who owns the rugby are probably unlikely to lose it. In the well, I think they're in the box seat. Yeah. Oh, no, but I just don't think the rights would be up a year out from the good point. World Cup. That would be a weird... We're not going to name them. I refuse to name them because they're <laughs> not called KO. But that doesn't mean we can't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means we can go. It means we can go. Yeah. Yeah, I think we go. Listen, KO still need KO's all sport all the time, right? They still need coverage. Yes, they do. They need to send us to the fucking ashes, though. Well, that we do know. Yeah, that we, it'd be sheer madness not to. It would be crazy for KO not to send us to the ashes. Do they have the rights? Yes. Oh no, does Channel Nine have it? No, but I think it's usually on both. Not always. Check that, Dave. Now, 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 now. It's crazy if they don't send us though. I think Nine's got them next year for the ashes. In I England. think they might. Oh, no, no, no. So it's still, no, Seven's still got it. And no, then no, there was no, all no, 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 no. I think the Ashes are with oh, Nine. Oh, you're right. The Ashes in the World the Cup, The English I Ashes, I think, are with Nine. Yeah. Now, let's see, though, whether that's just the free-to-air rights. Just go, has KO got the Ashes in 2023? Or Fox? I'm also just going to send a message to some of our... Uh, yeah, KO. no, KO, KO has it as well. Okay, great. Great, yeah. okay, great. KO, we're going to need to go. Well, you're going to need us to go. Yeah, to yeah. To promote yeah. and otherwise. You need us to go and we need us to go. Without us promoting it, like, is, there, is anyone going to... Is anyone going to know? Is anyone going to know the Ashes on? I've never been to England either and, you know... Have you? No. Nah. Really? So, no. Well, fucking, like, I mean, I should have and all the more reason that KO needs to sort this thing out. Right. For the good of the brand. Well, for the good of the success. The good of cricket. If you want people watching, tuning in, yeah. you're going to have to send us. Food for thought. Hey, it's fucking food for thought. Food for thought, baby. Food for thought. Tom, Eddie, Comrade Dior, Circumcised Dribbler here. Listening to the hot little sister of a podcast about even during the week and some of the weather small talk. I'm thinking about one of the great Narbras I was on the receiving end of a few years ago. I was walking through my local Westfield, shout out Westfield Hornsby, locked eyes uh, with a mate from school who we're talking probably tier two mates at best. Haven't seen him for a few years. Uh, you know, we lock eyes, both of us go, uh, here we go. 
Uh, get chatting. I'm sure there was a bit of weather chatting there. About 20 seconds in, uh, he stops me. He says, mate, I'm going to have to stop you there. I said, yeah, all right, mate. You all good? What's up? He said, I've got Frozen's in the car. I said, all right, mate. Do you, do you need to come and get out of here? He said, yeah, mate. Sorry, I've got, I've got Frozen's in the car. I've got to get it to the freezer. And my question for you boys is, is that the greatest Nabra in the history of weather small talk? Cheers, fellas. What it is is it's one of the great fucking get out of jail cards. I've got Frozen's in the car. I've never, I've, I've never heard him referred to as Frozen. I've never heard of him uh, as Frozen's either, Tom. But it's genius. It's genius. I'll be using that, mate. Got to run. I got Frozen's in the car. Like this conversation is going to go for long enough to melt the Frozen's. As if, as if. it's like saying, "Sorry, mate, I got milk in the car." Yeah. Got to get it home. It's honestly got to get it chilled. Whilst I think it is the best, it's actually awful. He may as well have just gone. <laughs> Listen, dude, I can't be fucked. <laughs> but he's just saying what everyone's thinking. Correct. But you'd be better off going, all right, mate, got to go. Mate, got to run. Sorry, got to run. Nice to talk to you. Got to go. I've got Frozen's in the car. <laughs> what the fuck? Why aren't you in the car then, bro? What, you've walked your Frozen's to the car and, and walked back, back in? And back in? That's poor planning. You're staying here and having a conversation with me. You should have got the Frozen's last and you know and it. And left. I've got fucking things that I want to talk to you about, two-tier friend. You should have got Frozen's first. Last, not first. Tier two, friend. I see holes in your excuse already. Yeah. The Frozen's thing sounds like it, it's an old family trick. Yeah. Because no one calls them Frozen's. No one calls them Frozen's. No one calls them Frozen's. No one. He's picked that up off mum. Or dad. Or dad. Probably mum, dad. Mum or dad. Well, could be mum. Who do you reckon hates small talk more, dads or mums? I think dads. Mm. Dads, definitely. Yeah. Mums love mums that love shit. small talk, yeah. don't they? What do you mean, bro? They yeah. go out looking for it. Yeah. yeah they, they go do. walk around the shopping centre for hours looking for, for someone some... to run into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They love that love shit. Love it, love it, love it. Dads fucking, fucking hate it. Despise small talk. Mate, going shopping with mum used to be one of the great nightmares all the time. She's a preschool teacher. She'd run into fucking people she taught 30 years ago and would sit there and chinwag all day long. Yeah. I'm like, are you taking the piss? And you'd be, you, you're waist height, so you just stand there like, oh, I'm, I'm not even involved in this conversation. They're going to say something about my height. Well, you've grown. And then I'm just sitting here. There's nowhere to sit oh, down. Oh, I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, unless, the last time I saw you, you were this big. Oh yeah. Unless God. I'm literally going to sit on the footpath right now. I'm going to have to start tugging on the dress real, real fucking... No, 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 no. I'm already tugging on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get me out of here. Get me the fuck out of here now. I... Yeah. Men hate small talk. Simple as that. Yep. Always have. Always will. Women love it. They fucking get off on Shout it. Shout out to the Frozens, though. Shout out to Frozens. We've got Frozens in the car. you got to be bold to drop that. Yeah, you do. Really bold. He, he nabrad the fuck out of you, though. Know that. you got nabrad. Yeah. Why you stop to have small talk with it? The tier two. What do you use? Got the dentist? Mate, I just honestly wrap it up. I just got to run. It. I just, yeah, all right, mate, nice to talk to you. Got to run. Yeah, got to run. Got to run's fine, mate. I got to run. <laughs> I always used to say at uni when I'd bump into people, oh, I'm about to go to class. But then I would just like walk off somewhere and sit down and they'd see me. Yeah, again see, that's like, a problem, yeah. right? You got to, that's not foolproof enough. Got to run is I've got to do anything. Have you, have you ever said got to run and then run off? <laughs> No, it's not like... In the, wait, As in, like, I'm in... Because you know what that says? That says, oh, that cunt's actually... He's got to be No, he has to run. And he stopped out of the goodness of his heart to spend a bit of time with me. If you run off, it's like, oh, brah. No, nah, if I genuinely have to run, I'm not stopping for a tier two. I'm probably not stopping for a tier one. I've got, if I've got to run somewhere... <laughs> 
Tier ones aren't even getting me to stop. Sebo's tier one. I'm pretty sure I bumped into Sebo at the. So at how Centennial. does so, so how do you, well, how would you interpret that if something if you, if I if you stop with someone tier two on side of the street and he said got to run and you run off. I'd be like you, that cunt's got something to do. Exactly. Yeah. But do you respect him for stopping to say good day? Yeah, probably. He's well, maybe he's trying to get to tier one. Who knows? You know what I mean? No, it's fair. It's a good point. Good dribble. Chapo ran straight past me. I don't know. I consider Chapo a tier one friend. As in... Is that when we saw him running in the park? Yeah, and he's run straight past on a run. Yeah, he was on a run. Different. No, completely different. On a run's not got to run. Different things. I am running. No, that's different. Yeah, it's completely different. Not the same. But still a tier one run. I'd run past a tier one. Of course you I'm would. on a run. Of course you would. It's like, yo, I'm running. You're tier one, but I got to run. Yeah. In no, fact, I am running. It's not go- no, it's not got to run. I am I am running. Different. Not the same thing. Now, two tier ones running past each other. That's a high five. Because if it's tier two, you just sort of nod. Right. But if you're both on a run... That's a little little down low. Give me, give me here. Not for a tier two. No, no. For tier one. For tier ones. Yeah. High five or a bum tap. Or maybe just a little like pretend sidestep as you approach. Just like, oh, oh That's okay, tier man. two. That's, that's tier two. Tier two? Tier okay. two because that's awkward. Or three. Or, well, a two, tier two and below. Yeah. Tier three, you're probably not looking at them. Or you get them uh, a wink. Chief. Yeah. Yeah. Chief. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> you remember Chief. Yeah. No, you, you chief a tier two or a tier three. No, you chief, chief, t- chief a tier three. Yeah, tier three is a chief. Or a... Yeah. Or a complete blank. Because I think you can get away with completely blank. I don't, think you, I, don't think you can bl- I don't think you can completely blank a tier three. No, I think you can. I think you can. I would advise against it. Just from like a fucking... You still run into tier threes all the time. All the time. But you can blank a tier three. Sure. Let's keep going. Yeah. Because I'm Starving. Starving. Monster and Tualungi got COVID. Using the Queenslander against yeah. Queensland. I love it's it. Genius. It's genius, dude. I love it. Yep. Genius. Love it. Inspired. Yep. Brilliant. Inspired. Yep. Boss Cocky, uh, Tom, Eddie, obviously got to say hello to Deal Dave because you won't fucking play our dribbles if we don't fucking greet you. Anyway, uh, currently living in Dubbo, Dub Vegas. Uh, before I moved there, mum came to visit me and when she was staying at the Airbnb, there was a list of the top 10 things to do. Can't recall the whole 10, but I can give you the top three. Number one. Indian Resto Bar. Number two, the Western Plains Zoo. Number three, the Dubbo Jail. Yes, the Resto Bar was at the top of the list. So, Eddie, yes, it is a great establishment. Very, very uh, well sought after. I do have hiccups. (laughs) Following that, what is the greatest rugby league team Name that you have heard in country rugby league is it A the Young Cherry Pickers or B the Junie Dozels or C Park Space Park the Tell the Jill Grasshoppers. It's Park Space Tom, Eddie, Dior, and Tobler. Jubblers, give us your best rugby league local team. 
Oh my god, this guy's <laughs> this guy's all over the this map. Guy's all, this guy's hiccuped with an injury his life. Uh, um, yeah, look, Parks- that's look. First and foremost, that's one of the great top threes of all time. Mm. Resto Bar into the zoo, into the old Dubbo Jail, or and Dubbo Jail closed. I'm old, assuming old Dubbo, old Dubbo, old Dubbo Jail. Dubbo doesn't have a jail. Has a, has a, it has a juvie? It's a, a jail. Jail with a G, I assume. Your good old fashioned jail with a, a gale. G. A gale. It's a, ga- a gale. Yeah. Yeah, like first gale. time, first time I was alerted to the fact that the way that I grew up spelling jail was wrong, I was rocked to my very core. No, no, no. It, it felt as if the foundations of, of my life had been shaken. Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, what is it? Where what, am I? What the fuck? Who am talking? I? But, but also, who was who hiding this from me my yeah. whole life? Yeah, yeah, How do you spell it now? J-A-I-L. I'm not changing for no one. Fuck that. G-A-O-L? You off your fucking what is that? Some weird Gaelic spelling? Fuck you! I'm not spelling it like that. And that's a, no disrespect to Gaelic, but jail is spelled jail. How do you spell it? Bit of both, I think. No. Yeah. Really? I think if I overthink it, I'll go old school. I don't think I've ever gone old school. I think I'll go old school. Unless but I've, I've got forced. a jail in my, I, I've got one in my town, so it's like visible. It's there. Yeah. Right. And the, the barrel, I don't think had one. Yeah. Right. Uh, in terms of like Park Spaceman comes to mind. That's this it. isn't a rugby league side, this is a rugby union side, but the Geary Goats, that gets me going. Yeah, I don't mind that. Spaceman, though. I think Spaceman under Park Spaceman's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good dribble. Junior Diesels. I like that. I don't mind it. It's Park Spaceman's. Yeah, well, it doesn't sick. it doesn't come near Spaceman. The no. Diesel, Diesels is dribbly though. Well, it's dribbly. Yeah. Fucking up. Yeah. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, yes, it's Kenny fresh out of the pictures. Just sat down with a Southeast Asian friend of mine to watch the new Elvis movie starring friend of the show, Lucas Bracey. And let me tell you, you had big Kenny boy sizzling away in his seat. What a miraculous performance. Anyway, moving on now, Edward, I must say I was quite impressed after lending my eager ear to episode 382, King of the Wash. And I thought I'd put the feelers out regarding a little stain of my own. Now, my prized black corduroy punting and dribbling cap magically acquired a white stain of its own. And let's just say there's a famous dribbler amongst the ranks who earns a living out of holding a wild fireman's hose. So I'm not going to lie to you. I expected him to at least be able to wrangle his own penis. Alas, that wasn't the case. He missed his target, and let's just say the old cap cupped the debris. So, Eduardo, would it be too much for me to ask you to remove said stain? Let me know. You know where to find me. He's calling off like a house phone as well. That hang up is a house phone. <laughs> or a or a pay box. Or a pay phone. Pay phone. Uh, can I help you with your stand? Like I could get it out. Yeah. Do I want to? Didn't you? Uh, I saw that Elza showed you. You got you got Josh's stain out of the couch. Yeah. Josh didn't come and help. No, he didn't. He wouldn't know how to get it. Did out. Did he come to fix the door? No, he hasn't come to fix the door either. Shock horror. Uh yeah, mate. It came out first go. So turmeric's still... Turmeric's still the yeah, toughest yeah. in town. Yeah, yeah. turmeric's tough. Turmeric's tough, bruh. Red wine's not as tough as people think. People wig out about red wine, but it's, mate, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty run-of-the-mill. It's child's play. It's run-of-the-mill. 
I caked that bitch up. Fucking straight off. Piece of piss. Piece of piss. Well, congratulations to you and Ken. Good luck with the juice stones, bro. I've given you the fucking... I've shown you how to do it. Yeah. Go to my Instagram or our Instagram. It's on there. That's how you do it. Eddie's Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Ours. But I'm in it. Like yeah. it's about me. Yeah, you're part of it. Keep going. All right, boys. Long-time dribbler, first-time caller here. My name is Claude Baker, and I've heard some recent rhetoric regarding my father and his so-called American accent. It's clear that intern Dave hasn't done his research, which he's clearly paid to do. If Dijon Dave had done his research on your behalf, then you'd all understand. My dad put the accent on for the role he was hired to play. The old boy is a true blue para supporter, thick and thin. Not sure if this is poor Dioring or some manly para rhetoric. Nevertheless, beer soon, sun exploding way sooner than you think. All right. Okay. You got the mentalist son on okay. board. There. Okay. Now, I'm going to need to for you to get up an interview with. Simon Baker of Mentalist fame, of Claude's dad's fame. Mm. And let's hear whether he does have a Yank accent because I still think Claude maybe doesn't know his dad as well as we do. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I think that's probably accurate. I just think there's a chance that Claude's maybe too close to the action. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can't see the forest from the trees. And I think Papa... Here we go. Simon Baker interview on Ellen. Can you skip that forward? Yes. And also, why can't we watch it? Why can't we see it? Well, it's like a small tab on the fucking TV screen. No, we can't see it. Yeah, I was not quiet. I am so hungry, Claude Baker. I need you to know that, Claude. I'm starving and I'm fucking indulging you here. Your dad better have a Yank accent on me pissed off. Aussie? Aussie. Starting tonight, you can catch our next guest in the... Ellen's young here. Very young. You really only pretend to like skiing, right? Yes, yes, please. But you're pleased that you're He's a fucking good looking. I wonder... If, I'd love to see what Claude looks did like. He, did he have... Like, was he psychic? Is that the idea behind the mentors? No, I don't, no, no, not psychic. I think it's like he can just read your fucking the way you think. Right. Um, he is hot as fuck. He's very fuckable. Know that. Claude, your dad's hot as fuck. Dad, you got a deal. You've probably seen him nude. Is he pieced up? You got a deal on your hands. Is he mate. pieced up? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. You might need to turn this up. Here we go. The moment of truth. How are you, Alan? I'm good. How are you? That okay. Was sweet to bring the Dioring. Poor right. Dioring. I lie for a living. That's yeah. what I do for yeah. a living. <laughs> That's right. Well, you them. pretend to. Yeah. You kind of do. But well, uh, so so uh, you're on the lot because we had you on the show the other day to do a tiny bit of your show. Yeah. And, and do you like being on the lot here? I love the lot. It's Good, like huh? uh, you know, I never went to college, but there's always stuff. Dave, you fucking didn't do your Dioran, bro. I don't know how this got lumped on me. Dave, you didn't do your Dioran. What's your job? There were two men here who were so confident. You're the fucking man with the computer. There was no question about it when you guys were talking about it. It was Simon Baker has an American accent. Do we have to ask you a question? Do we have to tell you to Dior or do you just do it? What's your job title? It's Dior, Dave. Thank you. Exactly. 
You do it for us. We've been over this last week. I don't have to Dior anymore because you do it for me. I don't want to have to think, do I need to have that checked? Because that's what you do. Now we're here. Fucking, we've got Claude. Now we look like idiots. We've got Claude Baker offside and his dad, who is so rootable, certainly in this interview, <laughs> probably hogged up with an Australian accent, doing yeah. the nation proud overseas. Not fucking like Kid Leroy. No disrespect, Kid Leroy, but you fuck. If, if Simon Baker can spend that long in America... Doing a TV show. Doing a TV show where he's got to put an accent on. went there last year. But he's got to put an accent on as well. It's probably harder for him to get it out of his brain. I'm talking Simon Baker here of Big Dick, probably No, I completely, well, of completely rootable fame. Yeah, and probably Huge Dick, though. Whereas Kid Leroy is not putting on an American accent. He doesn't need to. And then he comes back doing a Macazard, and I'm like, whoa, wait up. Wait a second here. What did you just say? Huh? What did you say? Wigging me out. What was that? Yeah, anyway, uh, but a para fan, so we can't completely be down with him. But he is rootable. He, well, look, there's no denying that, Tom. Um, anyway, poor Dioring on Dior's heart. Poor Dioring on Dior's heart. I just don't understand how you guys watch, you don't understand. watch an American TV show with an Australian bro. actor playing an American bro. character. Of course you don't understand, thought, bro. Yeah, this must be his real accent, his American TV show accent. That's not why we thought That's that. not the point. The point is that why were we not corrected? I will make sure to check absolutely everything you say, there despite you how confident you Why are. Why weren't we corrected? It's a great question. That's all I want to know. Now we've got Claude here. Claude Corn, I'm going, oh, my dad is Australian and yep. rootable. You have a deal. That's a fact. That's a fucking fact and a half. On we go, because as Tom mentioned at the top, we are hungry. Starving. And we've got, we've literally got our food over there. Fuck you, Dior. It's a day after your loss and you still fucking suck, you turncoat cunt. Fair. Yep. No, that was good. That was important. That was fair. And that just had to go back to back with me copping another Yeah, well, fucking, you know, if you started Dioring. (laughs) All right, last one. Perfect. Food is close. So hungry. Shout out to Fishbowl. Shout out. Oh. If your postcode starts in four, you're a fuck. You're a fuck. If the postcode starts in four, you're a fuck. You're a fuck. But it's not as bad as it could be because it doesn't start with three. But if your postcode starts with four, you're a fuck. Big ball dribble here. Cheers, boys. Four's Queensland. Four's Queensland, three Victoria. Yep. I agree with both of those sentiments. Is anyone rocking a one? Is anyone rocking a one? Probably. Who? I don't know that. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. Why wouldn't they be? No. Because New South Wales starts in two and we're the best. So. Yeah, okay, right. So we just leave ones. I reckon. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Who's Maybe five? Like, who's six? Who's seven? Perth, WA. One, uh, what? Not Perth. WA. South Apparently Sydney has one postcodes. According to this website, but that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, but it wouldn't surprise me if Sydney maybe it's one. like maybe it's like um, government buildings and shit. Maybe could be very interesting stuff. I'm not going to stick around to work out what the answer is though, because I think we fucking reached the conclusion of this podcast. What are you? Reckoning? Time to go and eat. It's time to go and eat. Shout out to Claude. Shout out to Simon Baker. Shout out to Claude and Simon Baker. I'd love to see what Claude looks like. PO boxes have one. There we go. There we go. Shout out to Manly. Shout out to New South Wales. Live stream Wednesday. Fuck Queensland. Fuck Queensland. Fuck Queensland. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>